Today on Bold Steps, Mark Job begins a message about pressing in to the presence of God. The kind of know that the Apostle Paul is talking about is not just knowing intellectual facts about Christ, but he's talking about an experiential knowing Him, a pressing beyond the superficial and pressing in to know God in a deeper, more intimate way. Welcome to Bold Steps with Mark Job. Mark is president of Moody Bible Institute and also senior pastor of New Life Community Church in Chicago. And I'm Wayne Shepherd. Well, Mark, the hours are counting down to the end of another year. And for many of us, this feels like a great chance to establish some good change in our lives. So today, you're going to help us realize the most important change we have to start with. Yeah, we're only about two days away, and that uh, ball is going to drop in New York <laughs> City, and that clock is going to hit midnight. You know, our tradition in Spain is we have to put grapes in our mouth for every hit that the clock hits. So no 12 way. grapes in your mouth oh, is a goodness. lot of grapes. <laughs> okay. So, but one of the best things that you could do is get a good start on your new year. And that's what this message is all about. It's really about the most important thing that can happen is press into the presence of God and determine this year... I'm going to get closer to God. I'm going to get off to a good start in knowing him, the power of his resurrection. And that's out of Philippians chapter 3. All right. Pass that bunch of grapes, will you, Mark? (laughs) Without delay, here's Mark Job to kick off the message. The Apostle Paul is the author of Philippians. He was writing to the church of Philippi. Now, it's interesting that as he wrote this letter to the Philippian believers, he was actually in prison. And it's a letter of encouragement, it's a letter of exhortation, but it's a letter from a guy that's in chains, and more than likely he was in a prison in Rome while he was writing these words to the Philippian believers. Now, if you remember a little bit of the story in the book of Acts, uh, Paul actually spent some time in a prison in Philippi. And God miraculously set them free. And there were converts that were created in Philippi when Paul was preaching. And so some churches were established there. And so years later, he's writing a letter to them. And I want to begin in verse 10 of Philippians chapter 3. He says, I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of sharing in his sufferings becoming like him in his death, and so somehow to attain to the resurrection of the dead. Verse 12. Not that I have already obtained all this, or have already been made perfect, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind And straining towards what is ahead, I press on towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. That's the Word of God. Now, I want to challenge you to get serious, get down to business about spiritual growth. And I'm not talking about the kind of business that some of you get down to 
when it comes to New Year's resolutions. Some people take New Year's resolutions and they say, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lose weight this year. And uh, I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand how many people said, okay, I'm going to go on a diet the beginning of the year after the holidays. This is a big time for gyms. But many of us do that and we say, okay, so what's your plan? Well, I have no plan. What's your goal? I have no goal. When are you going to go to the gym? Well, I haven't figured that out yet. Are you going to start eating a little different? Well, I haven't really figured that out. You're not serious about it. That's just wishful thinking. And some of us treat our spirituality that way. We want to grow in God, but we never really get serious about what that means to our life. And I want to challenge you this morning to get serious about your spiritual growth to determine I'm going to make it my business to grow spiritually in 2005. And I believe that the Apostle Paul's words to the Philippian believers will exhort you along in that direction. So if you have a pen this morning, I want you to take notes because the principles I'm about to give you will literally transform this year for you if you determine I will put them into practice. The Apostle Paul says in verse 10, I want to know Christ. I think it all starts with that. If you want to grow in your spiritual life, it's all about knowing God through Jesus Christ. It's, about, it's all about the person, not about religion, but it's about the person. Now let me say this. When, I, when the Apostle Paul says no, he's not talking about the no, knowing someone like, uh, say there's some of you here that may say, hey, I would love to know such an, my favorite movie star. Get to meet them. Just shake their hand. Well, that's not really knowing that person. That's just greeting that person. My wife, I believe it was last year or a year and a half ago, had the opportunity of meeting uh, President Bush in Washington. She got to shake his hand. But, you know, she doesn't really know him. She just greeted him and shook his hand. The kind of know that the Apostle Paul is talking about is not just knowing intellectual facts about Christ. It's not just knowing data about Him, but he's talking about an experiential knowing Him. In other words, it's talking about an intimacy, a pressing beyond the, super, the, the superficial and pressing in to know God in a deeper, more intimate way. In fact, our word know in our English language has been watered down a lot. But do you realize, for example, in Genesis chapter 4, verse 1, it says that Adam knew Eve and what? And they conceived a child. They used the word know there. Not because the authors of the Bible were so prudish that they didn't want to use the word had sex. But it because... It, it involves intimacy, knowing someone intimately. And so what the Apostle Paul is saying, he say, he's saying, I want to go deeper in my knowledge of Christ. I want to know Him. I want to press on to know Him deeply. I want to know Him in a more full way. I want to know His heart and his longing. I want to experience him in a new way, in a deeper, fresh, powerful, profound way in my life. 
Now, not only does he say, I want to know him, but he gets specific about how he wants to know him. The second thing that he says is, not only do I want to know Christ, but he says, and the power of his resurrection. Notice it says, I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of sharing his suffering. Now, it's interesting that the Apostle Paul says, I want to know Christ, but I want to know the power. The power. The word in the Greek here is dunamis, energy or force. What power was it? It was the power of the resurrection. What does the Apostle Paul mean by that? It means that the Apostle Paul is saying the very energy and force that rose Jesus from the dead, I want to experience that in my life. Do you imagine the power? The power to overcome death, the power to defeat sin, the power to raise someone from the dead, that is incredible, glorious power. The Apostle Paul says, I want to know that power. Not just talk about that power, not just hear about that power, but I want to share in that power. I want to experience that power, that resurrection power in my life. Because as I know Christ, I know His power. I can't know Christ without knowing His power. You see, when you get into, when, it, when a couple starts dating, and... Um, they uh, get engaged. Uh, I walked in the service this morning at, at the north side in Lake, our Lakeview neighborhood, and a uh, young woman came up to me all aglow with a big smile on her face, and she said, Pastor, Pastor, let me show you this. And she had a big ring on her finger, and she said, he finally proposed to me. She was all excited. Because to her it means that this relationship is going to the next level, the next level of commitment. Now, when two people decide to be married, they pronounce some vows to one another before a, an audience, before a minister, a rabbi, a justice of the peace, and they declare to one another that they are going to love one another and be with one another through good times and through richer or poor. And you see, when those two people decide to be with each other, they begin to know one another in a deep way, they share the good and the bad. They begin to know that person's personality when they're up and when they're down. They begin to know how to tell the mood swings. In fact, if you've been together a long time, you almost know what your spouse is thinking before they say a word. How about it? D and I. And I tell you what, there's times when we're in a conversation where I, can, I, can, I could finish her conversation for her because I know her so well. There's times when we're in a room and something happens, it's just one little glance and we, can, we know what we're thinking. Just one little glance and she knows what I'm thinking, I know what she's thinking. Why? We've been together for a long time so we know each other. We know the good and we know the bad. The Apostle Paul is saying, as I know Christ, I want to know. I want to experience in my being, as I know Christ, this energy, this resurrection power that was alive in Jesus. I want to have it alive in me. 
I want to feel it. I want to taste it. I want to know it. I want to experience it to the full degree. It's resurrection power. You're listening to Mark Job on Bold Steps, and we'll continue this message after a quick reminder to visit our website at boldstepsradio.org. There you'll be able to catch up on any message you might have missed and learn more about the Bold Steps ministry. You can also listen to these daily messages directly through your phone or mobile device and take your Bible study with you while you're out for a jog or running errands, maybe on vacation, by subscribing to the Bold Steps podcast. You'll find us on your podcast app by searching for Bold Steps with Dr. Mark Joe. By the way, for an even more way to hear Mark's teaching, be sure to subscribe to the Bold Steps Minute, where you'll get daily inspiration and biblical lessons in under a minute. To begin listening, simply visit boldstepsminute.org or subscribe to your podcast app to receive these helpful teachings automatically onto your phone. And for our Spanish-speaking friends, we've also made the Bold Steps Minute available to you entirely in Spanish. Find it at the Bold Steps Radio website by going to the menu and clicking on Pasos Adathas. Tell your Spanish-speaking friends and family about it today. Now, let's continue our message titled, Getting a Good Start. Now, there's other passages of Scripture that talk about this, by the way. For example, in, um, in Colossians chapter 1, verse 29, it says, To this end I labor, this is the Apostle Paul talking, I labor struggling with all his energy which so powerfully works in me. I love that phrase. To this end I labor, I'm working hard, struggling with his energy that works in me. Whose energy? The word there is dunamas as well. Whose power? The power of God. Let me tell you this. God never expected you to try to change your life by sheer willpower. God expects you to transform your life by the power of God that lives inside of you. Listen to what it says in uh, Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 1, also talking about the power of God. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 18. It says, I pray also that the eyes of... Paul is praying for the Ephesian believers. I pray also that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you. He's praying that they may understand the hope, the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints, and his incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is like the working of his mighty strength, which he exerted in Christ Jesus when he raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand in the heavenly realms. I'm talking about the power of God. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 16, it says, I pray that out of the glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being. Now let me ask this question. Where does God's power come from? He comes to, the power of God comes through the Holy Spirit. For God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. When Jesus was raised from the dead, the Holy Spirit was there empowering the resurrection. When Jesus healed the sick, it was the power of the Holy Spirit that was there. 
When Jesus raised Lazarus from the grave, it was the power of the Holy Spirit that was there. When you start changing on the inside, it is the power of the Holy Spirit changing you from the inside out. The very power that Jesus had when he walked on this earth, the power to heal, the power to raise the dead, the power to do miracles, the power to transform, the power that resurrected from him from the dead came via the Holy Spirit. Jesus said to his disciples that they would be baptized with power from on high. Now, what the Apostle Paul is saying is I want to experience that power to the full degree. That power comes to your life via the Holy Spirit. Here's what I want you to understand this morning. The very power that rose Jesus from the dead is right now living and dwelling inside of you. I got this little habit I can't overcome. Pastor, I just can't overcome it. Listen, you have resurrection power in you. What do you mean you... You have power that raises the dead. Don't tell me that you can't get over that little habit because you have the power of God inside of you. You say, Pastor, I just can't change this about me. Listen, you have resurrection power inside of you, working, bubbling up inside of you, That power that rose Jesus from the dead, that seated him at the right hand of the Father, is the same power, the very same power, identical power, is operating within you. So when you say, I can't, the Holy Spirit wants to come back and say, no, you can't. And Paul says, I want to experience that power To a greater degree in my life. I want to know it and feel it and experience it to a greater degree. Now I know that this, everybody likes that part. They'll say, Pastor man, give me some more anointing. I want power from on high. I want to pray. And I want to see people healed and demons cast out. I want to have faith. I want to move mountains. Boy, I want that power. Yes. And then Paul says, and share in the fellowship of his suffering. And everybody gets quiet. Pastor, I want the power, but the suffering stuff, I'm not sure I want to pray that part of the prayer. But here's what I want you to understand. When you get to know Christ, if you want to grow, I want you to hear me well this morning. If you want to grow, you will have to experience pain. It's the old adage that they say at the gym. No pain, no gain. And the truth of it is that you cannot go to the next level of growth. You cannot mature. You cannot understand Christ without understanding pain. You cannot grow to the next level without experiencing some degree of discomfort or some degree of pain or difficulty in your life, because if you're not acquainted with pain, you're not acquainted with Christ. Now Paul says, I want to know Christ so deeply, so much, 
that not only do I want to experience his power in my life, but I want to have fellowship and share in his suffering as well. If that's going to make me know him better, if that's going to cause me to grow, then bring it on because I want that too. Now that's quite a prayer. You know, when it says right here, it says to share in the fellowship of his suffering. The word fellowship there is the word koinonia. And the word koinonia means to be partakers with. It's the word for fellowship, to share with. When believers got together and they shared bread together, they, they, they shared a meal together, it was koinonia. They were partakers together. They were companions with them in something. And the word right here says, I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection, the fellowship of sharing in his suffering. The Apostle Paul was saying that I want to embrace Christ to such a full extent that if Christ suffered, then I don't want to shy away when suffering comes my way. I want to embrace it the way that Christ did. Can I tell you something about life? Life will have its difficult moments. Can I tell you something else about life? There is pain in life. There's pain. The pain of death, the pain of hurt, pain of abandonment, the pain of sickness. And sometimes we think that believers should never experience pain, but I want to tell you, you and I live in a world where we will experience pain. Jesus himself experienced pain very deeply. And if we are going to pursue the call of God upon our life, sometimes where God calls us will be painful. And if you've determined, I just want the good but never the bad, then you will remain as a child in God because you will never go to the hard places. You will never go to the places that cause you pain because you're always trying to stay on the easy, easy places in God instead of going to the spots where we know God has called us regardless of the pain. This is Bold Steps, and you're listening to the Bible teaching of Pastor Mark Job. We'll continue with part two of this message about getting a good start when we come back tomorrow for the final Bold Steps program of 2023. So be sure to join us for that. And in the meantime, take a moment to visit our website at boldstepsradio.org. There you can catch up on previous lessons and check out some of the faith-building resources we have available. Here at Bold Steps, we really do want to supply you with tools and teachings to help you gain a deeper connection with God. And when you partner with us by giving a monthly gift, you'll not only be learning more about Jesus, you'll also be equipping your fellow listener with the tools they need to take that next step in being an authentic follower as well. We've made signing up to become a Bold Partner quick and easy when you visit boldstepsradio.org. Or if you'd rather call us, you can do that too. Speak with one of our friendly team members today when you call 844-615-7363. To give a donation in the mail, write to us at Bold Steps, 820 North LaSalle Boulevard, Chicago, Illinois 60610. That's 820 North LaSalle, Chicago, Illinois 60610. And as our way of saying thanks, we'll send you a copy of our Bold Step gift. No matter where you are in your faith journey, Jesus Christ is inviting each and every one of us to come closer and to know Him better. And that doesn't just happen with one visit to church or a single prayer. It's a journey, a habit, a lifestyle. 
And that's why we want to send you a copy of Louis Giglio's book, At the Table with Jesus. Through 66 practical daily devotions, Pastor Louis guides us into the presence of our Savior, offering a truly transformative process that we can begin right now, right where we are. And just in time for the new year, this special devotional is our gift to you when you give a financial gift today to support the ministry of Bold Steps. It's available now, so request your copy by calling 844-615-7363. That's 844-615-7363. Or go online to boldstepsradio.org. You can also send that gift in the mail. Our address is Bold Steps, 820 North LaSalle Boulevard, Chicago, Illinois, 60610. 820 North LaSalle Boulevard, Chicago, Illinois, 60610. By the way, when you support Bold Steps for the first time, you'll also receive a free download of Dr. Job's brand new 30-day devotional. We really want to help make this new year special for you in your journey with God. And Dr. Job's e-devotional will help you deepen your walk with Jesus and take those next steps of faith each day as you get more and more focused on Christ. For a gift of any size from our first-time donors to Bold Steps, you'll receive our Bold Step gift from Pastor Giglio and Mark Job's new Bold Steps with Jesus e-devotional. And after you donate, you'll receive a first-time thank you email with a link to this e-devotional that you can download right onto your phone or tablet for easy reading. Just go online to give your first-time gift today at boldstepsradio.org or give us that call at 844-615-7363. And that brings us to the end of today's program. I'm Wayne Shepherd, inviting you to join us again tomorrow for the conclusion of this message called Getting a Good Start. We're preparing for the new year with a powerful spiritual focus and really knowing Christ. So listen Friday to Bold Steps with Mark Joe. Bold Steps is a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.